Welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. We are on episode eight. So, yeah, we're getting up there. (laughs) (laughs) Almost double digits. Right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening so far. We hope you guys are enjoying the episodes. Please, please, please subscribe and make sure you guys are leaving a rating and review so we can know how you guys are enjoying the episodes. Um, also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod and leave us some comments there. We really would have no other way to know like how you guys are enjoying the episodes if you don't leave a review or if you don't respond on Instagram. So please reach out and let us know. So yeah, we're just going to jump right into this episode. Nicole, how was your weekend? You know, my weekend was good. I did a little bit of resetting this weekend. I had, I, you know, obviously had time with the kids, play with the kids. I had a little bit of work to do. But you know, this weekend, I really got um, into uh, David Goggins. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, David so Goggins? David Goggins, right? So this weekend... I I knew who he was, but this weekend I kind of got obsessed with him. And basically, um, he has this crazy life story story where he, I'm not going to get too far into it, Uh but he's all about um, changing your mindset and like taking your mind to the next level. And he basically as a kid, he used to protect his mom. His dad used to beat his mom. And his dad okay so his dad used to beat his mom and he used to protect his mom and in the midst of getting protect protecting his mom his dad used to beat him right mm. he didn't tell his mom what he was going through so his mom didn't even know that he had like uh disabilities mm-hmm. because she he wanted to protect his mom because she was getting beat by the dad and like working three jobs and they were able to escape the dad and then by then um the mom's he would always like doctor up his report cards and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So basically he was just having a hard time. I think he ended up having to drop out of high school wow. and he got older. He was always kind of obsessed with like Rambo and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And long story short, he decided that he was going to become a Navy SEAL. Mm. And he wasn't good at um, test taking, right? Like comprehension and stuff like that. So he had to pass this really hard test but he could barely read and write right Mm -hmm. so he had to take this test like three times and then he had three months to lose 106 pounds and he first before he could start he had to like go visit his dad and like try to forgive his dad but his dad was just kind of crazy in the head his dad went through a lot in life anyways Mm -hmm. he also had a brother but his brother believed so much in family that he wasn't willing to see like the dysfunctional part of their family Mm -hmm. long story short he's the 36th black man to ever complete the navy seals the first time he went to boot camp because navy seals go through a really really hard boot camp right i'm sorry i'm like all into it i'm all into it i'm I'm, kind of short okay i'm kind of short he's all into um he was all into just like taking his mindset to the next level he's he failed the navy seals the first time but then he came back and he did the navy seals like three times he Mm -hmm. did 
okay, like and there was this relay where you do a hundred miles and you do it with six people, right? Uh-huh. He did the relay a hundred miles by himself. What? One of the relays, he broke his ankles at like the 71 miles and kept going. Wow. Then for eight weeks straight, eight weeks straight, he ran a hundred miles. What? He holds the record for the most pull-ups. He did 4,000 something pull-ups in 17 hours. Oh my gosh. The Okay, last story, because uh-huh. you can obviously tell he's, he's crazy, right? He, uh, the, the lady that owns Skims, her husband was like, you know, I want to take my mind to, to the next level. So I want you to come with me, be my personal trainer for 30 days, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, why do you want me to do this? And the guy was like, I want to take my mindset to the next level. And I think you can do it. Right. And so he was like, okay, the guy was pretty successful already. Right. So mm-hmm. David's like, okay, I'll, I'll come with you. Right. I'll come to your house. Day one, he was like, we're going to go to the gym. How many pull-ups can you do? The guy does eight. He's like, okay, let's see how many you can do again. The guy does four. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, do another one. The guy does one. He's like, my arms are in so much pain. Right. Uh-huh. So then he says, okay, now you're going to do a hundred. And the guy's like, this is my first day. What do you mean a hundred? A hundred? Like, how am I going to do a hundred pull-ups? Yeah. So then the guy is like, it took me about an hour and a half, two hours to do those hundred pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now my last story. Okay. My last story. Cause I'm obsessed. Okay. My last story. Right. In that week that he was with David, it was raining outside. It was a storm. It was freezing outside. There's snow. It's like a freezing storm. Right. Mm-hmm. So David tells them, oh, like they're watching TV and there's a, a sign jumping up on the TV saying, emergency, 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 stay inside, do not go outside, stay mm-hmm. inside, stay inside, stay inside. And he's right? like, let's go outside. He's like, okay, let's go for a run. Right. And the guy's like, the, the TV says we should stay inside. But it's about the power of the mind, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, no, this is perfect. We should definitely go for a run. Yeah. Mind you, at the beginning of this process, uh, David told him every day we're gonna do something that sucks. Like that's how you get yeah. your mind to go to the next level. Right. So not only not only do they run ten miles, Kendra. Mm-mm. Not only do they run ten miles. When they got back, the guy's house is on a lake. There's some people on the lake because the, the lake is frozen, right? Playing hockey or whatever, right? Uh-huh. He he. They go to the lake. David takes the snow off the lake. He punctures a hole into the ice and David jumps in (gasps) and he tells the guy, jump in. (laughs) And the guy is like, are you crazy? Like, are you crazy? And he was like, well, I got to jump in. The guy jumps into the freezing water, right? Oh my gosh. And he's like, dude, like, this is crazy, right? So then he says, okay. Um, you know you could get hypothermia, right? Mm-hmm. David says that to the guy, and the guy's yeah. like, "Like, like, yeah, like, like, you told me to jump in here, yeah, like you told me to jump in." <laughs> so the guy's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get out." And David's like, "No, no, 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 you can't just jump out. You gotta um, because your hands, we're in freezing cold water. You touch that ice, you're gonna be stuck to the ice, and you're gonna die." <laughs> yeah. So he told him, "You got two to four minutes to get to the house." So. Or you're going to get hypothermia and you're going to like, or whatever, right? Uh-huh. So he says, 
put your socks on your hands. I'm going to push you out of the water. And then you got to like crawl and like get to the house. Mm -hmm. So the guy had to put socks on his hands. David took him from the butt, jump, pushed him out the water so he could get out. Mm -hmm. And then he had to crawl, run. I don't know. I think he then from there put his shoes on. I don't know. I don't know. He had to get to the house. So why, so did he ever break it down to him about the mind? Like, what did he tell him after all he did all this stuff? Okay, so after the whole 30-day process of going through hell for 30 days, he said what he gained from that experience is that he realized that when it came to pushing himself, that he was really only, he was like limiting himself at about 40%. Right. That there was all this space that he could really go beyond that, that he wasn't going... He wasn't going far enough into what he could really do because, yeah, because the mind always tells you, the the mind is there to protect you. So fear is not, like the the mind's job is to present fear to take you to the next level. Mm -hmm. I mean, to protect you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. You you have to go through fear to go to the next level. So you're saying like, you know, like when you start working out your body, your mind's like, stop, it hurts. You know, it's trying to protect you. You have to train your body. So he was basically helping him train his mind to do further than what he thought he could do. Exactly. That he could do it. Wow. That's powerful. That is really powerful. That just goes to show you how, you know, how powerful the mind really is. People talk about it all the time, but I see why he would do those exercises with him because you know you have to prove it to people. You can't just yeah. tell people like, "Oh, you could do this." Right. But by him not giving him any like, you know, pre story about what's going to happen and why he's doing this, he just like do it. <laughs> yeah, like do it. This is he basically this is it to him. Wow, that's amazing. So you said this is a book or this is a document. He did write a, he, David did end up writing a book, but he, um, because people didn't know about his life story, they just thought he was so cool because he's done so many crazy things. Like he's done, like, okay, he did Hell Week. I think he's done Hell Week like three or four times. Like maybe still Hell Week. I think you get about four hours of sleep a week and oh, wow. you drown. They put you in a drowning situation in the Navy SEALs where you have to like, they put cuffs on your hands and your feet and they, you basically Anchor have to down. learn yeah to to learn how to stay calm if you were drowning and stuff and so he's, but you watch do you do you watch this on tv or how did you learn about this so i watched him on um just on youtube like if you just oh, okay. did yeah and look I, you guys can look him up to learn more information about that's very um intriguing because yeah. if you can get a hold of your mind then hey you could do anything <laughs> yeah you know and that's what he was saying because he was talking about how you know when he got to the navy seals he was like i'm the only black guy here and he always thought like okay like i, I gotta he cusses a lot so he's like i got an effed up life and you know i he's got his own insecurities and he's actually an introvert and he was like yeah. i started to get to know those guys and yeah i said you know what they got a lot of you know effed up situations in their life too it's not just yeah. me just because i'm the only black person doesn't mean they haven't the, they don't have issues either. People, yeah, right. people always think their issues are greater than whatever anybody else has going on. So what else did you do this weekend? <laughs> I, you know, okay, so I've been really big on not, like, being the face of my brand for the store. Uh-huh. I've been really big on that, but people really want to see the clothes on a person and, like, you know, we have three kids. Your time is, your time is, like, broken mm-hmm. up and stuff. 
So I did my first little photo shoot for Shops and Cole this weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I saw your um your reel that you did and your. I'm trying your I'm video. Trying. It was very cute. I was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> well, thank you, because I didn't. You know what? To be honest, because I just, you know, had a baby two and a half months you ago. Look good though. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just pushing through, and I'm just like finding the angles, because. I was like, I jumped on that scale and I was like, man, I don't know, man. Yeah, you can't look at the scale. You got to scale. Go, I'm not looking at the scale yet. No, go by how no. you feel. Go by how you look. Yeah. And, you know, because you look good. Now you saw my house, the angles or whatever. That don't matter. That's the, the glory of using a camera. <laughs> Filters, do whatever you need to do to get the shot. Okay. You know, sometimes I, I was like, you know what? I, I kind of felt like sharing with the audience like what my actual weight size and my height because then I was like you know what if I actually told them they would probably be like oh shoot I can fit those clothes too because yeah um, she's no skinny mini right now okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was looking at those um the blue pants that had like the little split up the leg I was like that's cute <laughs> yeah they're really cute and I was wearing a medium yeah oh that was really cute yeah but anyways anyways enough about me how was your weekend well, congratulations on your anniversary, first of all. I'll say that. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Two years with Shop St. Cole today. You guys go ahead and shop with her. She's not going to say it, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> shop with her and comment under her posts and let her know how proud of her you are, okay? Thank you. And we got 30% off this week. You got 30% yes. off. And they Use have code. stuff. And yeah. If you fit nothing else, you can fit the hats. Unless you got a okay. big hat. Okay. And you know what? You know how we were talking about it? I put my uh weave in last weekend and mm -hmm. the hat fit over my weave. I was so happy. Yeah, I still need to come over and try the hats on. My yeah. braids are kind of flat, so I might be able to fit it if I do it like this. Yeah. So okay, so that's one thing I did over the weekend. I got my hair braided. <laughs> nice. They I was look so good happy too. About that. Thank you. Yeah. Who did I, them? Amber. Oh, land, nice. by, land by Amber J Braids on Instagram. Yeah, shout she's out to Amber. Because she's so fast, like, and everything is so neat. So, unfortunately, my godmother passed, and so I had to go to her funeral. Oh, my goodness. But I already had my hair appointment scheduled for that day. So, I just bumped it up to 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. So, she braided my hair at 5 a.m. She was done at 8 a.m., and I got dressed to her house and went to the funeral by 10. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, yeah, so. I'm sorry to hear about your godmother. Thank you. Yeah, Saturday was rough, but um, her daughter did such an amazing job um, sending her off so beautifully. Um, she looked great and got to see our family and, you know, just celebrate her life. And I'm um, not gonna talk about it too much because I don't want to get emotional. Yes. But um, it was a beautiful day. They had a horse and carriage to um, that. I don't know if you guys ever been to Inglewood, but uh, cemetery, but they have like this fountain in the middle. Mm. And so they had a horse and carriage to kind of like do like a parade around the fountain. Like it was just so beautiful, like with white oh. horses and everything was just so beautiful. She was a very elegant lady um, who loved things done a certain way. So her daughter sent her off. Amazing. Um, 
<laughs> nice. And um, that evening, I got together with um, some of my friends who are mothers as well. I would call them like my mama tribe. We all had babies at the same time. Okay. Um, actually, both times, except for one of the ladies in the group, she only has one baby, but the rest of us, there's, um, there's five of us, and we all had our first babies, like, stair-step, like, starting in um, October through March. Everybody oh had a baby. Um, and then the second time around, it, like, started over again, like... <laughs> <laughs> all of our kids are around the same age the first and the second so we That's usually so try cool. to get together um we talk often but we try to get together once a quarter um and just have dinner drinks and stuff and like talk about life marriage baby or children so um that was really good took my mind off of things after all that um, and then I told you guys last week that my church was reopening. So we had our first service yesterday and it was so good. Oh um, I'm a church girl, like through and through my dad is a, a minister. So I've, I've grown up in church and I just love like being in the actual church. So, <laughs> so having to live stream over the past year and a half, I was just like itching to get there. Like and it didn't matter that I woke up at 3.45 the morning before. That morning, <laughs> I got up at 6 because I serve as a greeter. So I got up at 6 to be there by 8 because I live an hour away from my church. It's a long story. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and you're used to it. You're used to that. Yeah, I'm drive. used to the drive. I've been doing it forever. And um, we're in a new building and it, it was so beautiful and everything was just perfect it was just so amazing just to be there and see all of our church family and um we just had a, an amazing day so um that was a great way to end my weekend and when i came home i took a nice long nap the whole family was knocked out we all <laughs> naps after church be the best naps okay it's like i literally woke up at six o'clock like oh what day is it <laughs> <laughs> rested yeah. okay and feel yeah. okay yes so it was it was you know it was an up and down weekend but good overall how was the the new building for the church oh it's so beautiful like I don't know if you guys know if you're from like the LA area Long Beach you know whatever you know about the vault 360 that's downtown Long Beach. Well, our church bought that building. I'm like, I used to go to like concerts there and stuff. And now it is our church. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was that building. Yes, it's that building. Um, Whoa. Pine, right in downtown Long Beach, right next to Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> so there's like after you do church you gotta eat okay yeah there's brunch everywhere around there but um it's just beautiful like the architecture in that place is just like it's so beautiful and of course we renovated everything and um my pastor has impeccable style so you know he like just did it up of course yeah. with the team with designers and stuff but it's just really grand and it's really beautiful like the bathrooms are just like i have to send you some pictures like 
What? It's like restoration hardware, like beautiful. The cry wow. room, the cry room is so beautiful. Like they have these nice, comfortable, like high chairs. Um, so, you know, a cry room is like, if your baby is crying during service, you can go in there and there's a, um, a glass so that you can still see and hear the service. There's speakers in there. There's a glass so that you can see. I believe there's a, a TV in there too, but it's a comfortable space. So your baby can talk and play and cry, but you can still see the service and we right. can't hear on the other side, but they decorated it so nice. So it's like nice and comfortable, you know? Dang. So um yeah it's just so beautiful and everybody our church is like very like it's a big church but everybody is still very tight-knit and so we everybody's just so excited to see each other but we still try not to hug each other (laughs) (laughs) they're like listen i'm happy to see you but don't breathe this way right (laughs) my pastor is like a turn to your neighbor type of pastor so he was like everybody already told me i can't be telling y'all to turn to your neighbor so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like look straight ahead and elbow your neighbor like air elbow don't actually touch him don't breathe on him <laughs> <laughs> we're not about to have the virus up in the house of right the Lord, okay so he you know he was trying to uh still keep his all his self but still be safe and of course we sanitize in between everything we had two services um but it's a big enough space now to where everybody can spread out. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. Like, I'm just, I still can't believe that, like, that's our new home. So, yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy because I remember, like, I remember the church when, um, I remember your church when the dad was there. Yeah. the His grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I remember that the church used to get um, spray painted on. What's it called? Yeah, on our youth building. Because yeah. our, our original church home was like in the middle of the hood. <laughs> but like that should just showed you that How far the one thing. Yeah. And it's just uh, the biggest, you know what I've realized? The biggest blessings take generations. Yes. To that's what they were talking about yesterday too like they did this video um just showing the progression and he talked about how they started the church with seven people in his grandfather's living room wow and to go from that to a small portion of they had like a little small house on the block that they converted into a church and then they were able to extend that to the rest of the church that you knew it as and then they just continued to buy buildings on the block so even before we moved downtown we still owned 90 percent of the block it was like one house that just would not sell otherwise we probably would have just you know took everything out and redid that whole area but it was like one house that just would not sell and so it was just like god this just doesn't want us to be here because we completely outgrew it we had nowhere to park right nowhere to park ballet parking we had to like um pay for parking at the cvs parking lot and shuttle everybody like we just completely outgrew the space and you know god just kept saying bigger you know and like you said it just took generations of you know, staying faithful and, and, you know, seeing it through. And I've been there since I'm set, I was seven years old. So to see the progression 
of it is just like truly amazing. So it was, it was emotional, but it was like happy emotions, you know. Um, you know, you know what's interesting about that is like something I've been thinking about recently is like how God can put a a vision for you, right? And the you have to just stay the course because mm-hmm. just because you see the vision doesn't mean that you are going to take it to the level that you even see the vision. Yeah, it doesn't mean You're it has just, to be you. Yeah, you're just part of the course. Right, absolutely. And absolutely. it doesn't you you just have to stay your course because so many times I think that's another reason why people say it's about the journey, not about the destination because yes. we don't know if the destination is ours to 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 get yes. to, but we do know that the journey is ours to do. So, yeah you have to enjoy the journey because one, the journey is the best part, but two, that is part of the purpose of staying your course. And I think too many times people get focused on the purpose and not staying on course to what you're supposed to do. Right. And then if you, you want to make it about yourself for selfish reasons and like not seeing the bigger picture, like he also talked about that because one of the ladies who was like the founding members, she was like 90, 90 something years old. Oh, wow. And, um, she passed a month ago. So she almost, she did get to see the building, thank God, but she almost made it to the first service and she was there from day one. Wow. But, and also when we said that we were going to be doing this new church, of course, it's our church. We all have to contribute, right? Before he could say anything, she had a check in her hand, like, I'm sowing a seed into this, like, you know, because she knew the she saw the vision like you said you know yeah and she knew that her role what her role was god had already spoke that to her and then um so it's crazy for her not to have made it but the founding pastor's wife sister cheney she was there of course she was there for day one she was there for the initial vision so for her to be there and to be there in that first service and like to be able to enjoy it and honor her it was just um, beautiful. It was just amazing. Yeah, That's so, so we, beautiful. we went all in on our uh, <laughs> I know <laughs> on our weekend and like just you know going in on stuff. So hopefully that was for a reason. The reason why we talked about that. So hopefully that blessed you guys. Coming from the mindset talk. Um, that's very important because yeah. if you can't push past fear, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Especially even as a mom. Like we have to push fast fear every day to pick ourselves up and to be better for our family and for our children and to actually like step out on the dreams and the visions and the things that we feel like is going to propel our families forward. So sometimes you don't even know why you're doing things. You just kind of like jump into it. Like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And then God takes care of the rest. So um, it's the reason why we talked about what we talked about. So just go ahead and take that in. <laughs> take them nuggets, okay? <laughs> okay, we're going to move forward uh, to the hot let's, topics. Yes, let's jump into this. Yes. So yesterday was 
the BET Awards. Yes. And so I actually didn't get to watch. Like I said, I took a nap. <laughs> so I had to like get up and do stuff. Um, so I actually didn't watch the awards live, but I did catch like all of the, like YouTube literally had all of the performances lined up. So I just watched all of those. One by one. Uh, actually my, um, it's, she's not my god sister. She's my, my god sister's sister, but she's basically like a sister to me as well. You know, at least the one that, that dances. I feel like you might've met her before me. Anyway, I think I, I probably met her. She, um, she was dancing with her. So the opening act was her and Elise was a little, she had a little blonde hair, um, little short haircut. So we were so proud seeing her on TV, like the whole family, everybody's like, yeah, go girl. Oh so my goodness, that's so cool. Yeah. So, um, so it was cool, like watching her, um, Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox went off, went off. They went all the way. Well, and, um, did you have a favorite performance? Okay, so my thing was the fashion. Okay. Okay. This it was. This. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved all of it except I loved all of it except the city girls. I don't know what the heck. I don't know their, what that. Their red carpet look or their um. Oh, that was the cool thing, too, that people had red carpet looks, they had um, inside the building looks, and then they had when they went after night, the performance looks, and then when they went out that night looks, I was, I was loving it. I loved, I felt like the red carpet was the setup, and I thought the red carpet was pretty good, and then mm -hmm. the awards given, that's, that was really super fire, and then the night looks were just okay, but yeah, I, I really thought this was one of the best red carpets in a long time maybe i don't know um i guess it's not too many people that i didn't like i didn't care for what i didn't like sweetie's look as a whole like the uh -huh. dress i think was really nice yeah. but i didn't like i didn't like that she did her hair like that with that dress okay so are you you're talking about the red carpet look the red carpet look yeah, if red carpet look was mediocre. Yeah, but I just felt like it was it was just okay. Like I feel like it was like, of course it was a red carpet dress, but I feel like yeah. she did it better. Um, okay, you know what I think it was is her awards dress was so fire. I don't even think I saw it. Okay, her award dress was red, and it was like giving you Jessica Rabbit, right? Okay. And it was so fire that sometimes I think what happens with styling is you find something so fire and then you're like, shoot, I'm gonna go ahead and do two looks. And then you're oh, scrambling, yes. you're scrambling to get that other look. Yeah, that red is everything. And the hair definitely goes better with the, the red. red outfit. I did not care for um, the, the other look. I didn't care. For you that. know who had the best red carpet look? was Taraji P. Henson. She was wearing Versace. Oh, yeah. She looked amazing. She that looked amazing. That was everything. Okay. Yeah, she looked amazing. Um, that and I didn't like, but I didn't like Megan's look. Meg. 
I have to look, y'all, because I didn't see everybody's red carpet. Yes. Yeah, it's not like we can show you guys the photos, but I can see. Yeah, I don't. So, you know, she loves to like show it all. Yeah. And sometimes it looks more on the, you know. And we have to bad. talk about we have to talk about Zendaya showing tribute to Beyonce. Yes, I love that. And then she did the little of uh, the little video with it. Yeah, it was it was so beautiful. And I actually kind of preferred it lo- the dress longer than longer, shorter. Right? That was beautiful. The, that and the beautiful. short and I like that she did it long too because it was red carpet because the short was a performance outfit. Yeah. Um, on Beyonce, but yes, I love that she um, that she did that. That was that was a moment for sure. But we can't not talk about how um, what's her name, Cardi. She came yeah. out. She has. She loves to announce a baby um, in a performance. <laughs> and you know, that was like at the top of the show. So the show started out fire because it was like yeah. that performance, and then she came out pregnant, and it was like, oh, it's on from yeah. here on out. Yeah, so congrats to Cardi. And Baby number um, two. Which one is hers? Offset? Yeah, Offset. Yeah. Congrats to Cardi and Offset. And she she was working hard on that stage, honey. I saw she said on her Instagram, she was like, I have fun, y'all, but I did a little bit too much. <laughs> she was tearing it up. She was going down to the ground. She was rapping the other parts. Like she was going in. But yeah, she killed it. She definitely killed it. Yeah. And Meg Thee Stallion, I thought her performance, she killed it. I thought she killed it. Yeah, she did good too. I really enjoyed it this year. Like, I felt uh-huh. like everybody, like, except for I was a little, um, the baby's performance was a little off to me. Yeah, it was a little off. Because um, his, he wasn't in sync with his um, track. Yeah. So it was like a little weird. And then the whole setup was a little strange with the big baby and all that. And then yeah. and then the um the Harlem Globetrotter type thing. Like it was a yeah. lot, I don't know. But um it was a lot. Overall, I think it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. Um what else were we gonna talk about that happened in the streets? Oh, Safari and Erica Mena actually had their baby today. Um, and it looks like he was in the room. Oh, update, update. It looked like he so, was in the <laughs> Update. I, he posted a picture of the baby, and it looked like he was in a hospital room. So I don't know if he was actually present for the actual birth, but it looked like he was in the building. He was happy. Um, so congrats to them. Big congrats. And then that kind of is... Uh interesting because was all that press earlier was that for clout or was that real girl ain't no telling because i'm sure they're filming um loving hip-hop right now oh so. if, it's, if it's a storyline on loving hip-hop then it was fake okay <laughs> <laughs> that's it because who who knows what's really going to happen with them and you know sometimes that's just what happens in relationships but I feel like you need to keep your business to yourself if you're going to be going back and forth yeah but people get invested it's something to talk about but um excuse me but they have a new baby boy so congrats to them yes a, a lot of like baby announcements and like 
things about babies going on in the media. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kadeen and DeVal. They have a podcast and um, DeVal's also an actor. He's on the show Sisters. Yeah. They have YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Well, they have three boys and they just announced their fourth pregnancy. And, um, you know, naturally, um, I listened to their podcast and they were talking about how naturally, if you have three of the same sex children, people are automatically going to assume that you want to have, um, you know, the opposite sex as your child. And, you know, it's like, I tried for this or that. And so they kind of gave um, their perspective on that. And I thought it was interesting because... Um, I do remember hearing in the podcast before how DeVal spoke that he uh, would like to have a baby girl and, you know, he would love to raise um, a young lady and, you know, just raise her and nurture her to be the best young lady um, to kind of take over the world. And like, that would be a great moment for him. Right. But, you know, he said that as life happens and he said, um, you know, they did experience a miscarriage um, before and it kind of changed their perspective on things. And now they're just like, you know, we just want a healthy baby. We just want a healthy pregnancy and our baby to be born and be healthy and to survive because it's, they've experienced a lot of tragedy when it comes to um, maternity uh, within their friend group and also with themselves and so they were just kind of encouraging people to kind of just like mind your business low-key like (laughs) yeah like shut it down let me shut it down early yeah because like you never know what someone's situation is um and so you coming and like i know you guys are hoping for a girl i know you guys are hoping for a girl it's kind of doesn't help the situation because you're assuming that they want this just because that would be i you know in your mind that would be the ideal situation and so um you know as time goes on and you live life you kind of realize what's really important you know yeah and you're gonna get what god wants you to have and you're gonna love that baby regardless and you know you would never want your child to grow up and be like they didn't want me. They wanted a girl, you know? <laughs> you know, especially because they're so public too. Yeah. It's like the children are going to go back and see that. So that's like a double pressure. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget, like, after I had my second child, because my first is a boy, my second is a girl, mm-hmm. people would come up to me all the time and be like, oh, then you're good. You're done. You don't need to have any more kids because you have yes. one boy and one girl. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, huh? Like... <laughs> And I have to be honest because I was one of those people that was like, I want to have one girl, one boy, and then I'll be done. Cause I only, I knew I always only wanted two children, but I also used to say that if God wants me to have two boys, I will just have two boys. Like right. I was really sold on, I wanted to have two children. If it's in, if it's within my power, I will, you know, or God's will, um, I would only have two. If it was God's will to have for me to have three or more, then of course I would just accept it. But right. <laughs> in my mind, I only wanted two children. So, but I was one of those people who was like, 
I really wanted a, a, a girl. But then once I found out I had a boy or I was having a boy the second time around, I was kind of like disappointed for like five minutes. And then I got super excited because I started thinking about all the, you know, benefits of having two boys, you know, and I'm right. like, oh, they're going to be best friends and they're going to, you know, they could share a room and they could play together, like, and be, you know, it's just have that bond, that brotherhood bond that they have now. Um, and then I just reverted to like, you know, this is what God wanted me to have. And he wanted me to raise these boys and I love it. And I'm actually happy. He knew best. <laughs> he knew what I needed. <laughs> okay. Cause doing girls hair every morning, child, listen to me. <laughs> Girl, I had my goddaughter over here. She spent the night and I'm like, oh, I got to do her hair. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. You know, so it's just things like that. God knows what you need specifically. Like, yeah, he does. You know, he, he knows what everybody needs and that's what you are given. And so I just appreciated that conversation that they had because we kind of got to bring awareness to people as well because people just be coming off the wall saying anything these days. Anything. Like, people try to think, people try to say what they think you want to hear. Right, right. And why they think, they think just because you don't have, they think if you don't have something, then you're automatically lacking. Want you want what you don't have. Yeah. I'm like, and it's like, you clearly haven't given birth okay <laughs> people were saying that yesterday like um when i was at church like oh i know you're gonna try for a little girl and i'm like no i'm not my mom like, had um, four boys before she had me you think i want to just have a whole football team in here no i'm no. good god gave me what he wanted me to have he knew the desires of my heart and he said this is what you really need and yeah. i love it and i am happy and i am completely satisfied with my two boys <laughs> i'll be trying for any more children you know the i was tripped out because i definitely thought that i was going to be two and done mm -hmm. and then god was like come over here player i got something to <laughs> talk to you about and i was like what lord what what you talking about mm -hmm. He was like, no, we, we got something else in the works. And I was like, it was so mind blowing for me because I was the type of person where I was like, I could have no kids or I could have a couple of kids. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to route it like whatever God wants me to do. Right. And I've also experienced miscarriage. So it, right. pregnancy becomes like, you just, I have to go into a different tunnel to, yeah. to like go through it. Right. Because you really you're scared know. that your body's going to fail you. So yeah. I was like, we gonna do this again? Like, and he was like, we gonna do this again. And I was like, all right, let's go. That's another thing too that people- But no more, no more. Think about when they're like encouraging you to have like more kids and stuff. Like I just went through a super traumatic yeah. like situation. Like you really think I'm thinking about having another kid? And then yeah. it's like, once you have one preemie, you're more likely to have another. Oh, well, I didn't know Especially that. Especially if- um, they told me before I left the hospital, they said, um, you should wait 18 to 24 months before you get pregnant again. And yeah. then it, you might be, um, have more chances of having a longer, um, term pregnancy, but it's more likely for you to have, um, preterm, go into preterm labor once it happens once. 
Like wow, there's a that. there's a lady on Instagram that I follow. Um, she um, speaks about um, uh, premature. Uh, she's like a premature mom coach now because mm. she has um, had two preemies and she's pregnant for the third time. Oh and wow! For her, you know, she knows that this is just a part of her journey and a part of her story, and so she uses her platform and it's her business now to um, teach and encourage and coach other moms who go through the same. Um, situation and let them know that you know if you do have multiple uh preterm labors it's okay god's gonna yeah. carry you through you use the tools that you learned along the way and you use your resources and you'll get through the other side so for me if i only had one child that would not have stopped me from getting pregnant again oh, but because i already have two children that's all i wanted anyway it was just more um reason for me that I was like, oh, I don't know if I could have the capacity to go through that again. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, that's just things people do not think about when they're talking. People just be talking. <laughs> people just be talking. I mean, people just be talking. I'm like, shut up. Like, oh, you just trying to make conversation? Like, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not something to conversate about. Yeah. My, my child's health, my health, my, you know, Leave it right. on. It's so it's like, bro, it's a lot that goes into having a baby. Y'all just be wanting us to pop them out like it's nothing. Okay. But yeah, so um moving right into our mama moments. Yes, mama mama moments. What's your mama moment? Okay, so <laughs> my mama moment actually came today. What happened? I, I started cracking up because my four-year-old is a mess. So he listens and pays attention to everything. And so he picks up on things like I told you guys before about the whole breakfast club. Like, you know, how he <laughs> picks up yeah. on things and stuff. And he just pays attention. So today we were reading um one of his little books. And so um the book is called Can You See It? But it has a question mark at the end. So he always reads it like, Can you see it? So I said, remember, there's a question mark. So you have to say, can you see it? Like asking a question. And so he says, question mark. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, what are you laughing at? And he's like literally cracking up and can't tell me like, and he's looking at uh, his dad. And he's like, dad, question mark. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so... My husband is sitting there trying to figure out, like, why is he laughing? I'm like, I don't know. He's laughing at you. And so he said, you know, Dad, when you, um, when you talk to your phone, like, and so he's holding the phone, like, you know, like when you talk to your phone through speakerphone. So he picks up my husband's phone. And he's like, you know, when you talk to your phone and you're like, um, does Bryson have milk? Question mark. So he was mocking oh. my husband doing talk to text my because goodness. he always does talk to text. So, oh my goodness! So when I said question mark, he thought about my husband always saying question mark to the phone. 
I said, this little boy is a hot mess. And why did he remember the exact sentence? Like, does Bryson have milk? Question mark. So my husband had texted me that uh, on Saturday because he was out and about and he didn't know how much milk we had at home. You yeah. know, I you know I know every, what everything that's in the refrigerator because I'm the one that does the shopping. Right. And so, um, so he remembered that, and I'm just like, he is a freaking recorder. Like that. He is, that is so funny. That is so funny. It's so crazy how kids pick up on that little stuff, and uh-huh. they just be repeating, and you just, you just. He always says too. He why does he know? our um starbucks order (laughs) kendra (laughs) so he'll be like when we pull up to starbucks he'll be like (laughs) are you serious he'll be like mocha in a grande cup ice and then he says uh what does he say after that? He says mocha. He's like, can I have a mocha in a grande cup? <laughs> and then he goes, Kendra. and then he goes, Apple Pay. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I cannot. It's terrible. I really cannot. That is it's hilarious, terrible. actually. He's like, Mom, you want a mocha in a grande cup? I'm like, actually, I do. And he'd be like, can I get an apple juice? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm like, we got oh. to too much. You know what? That's hilarious. He's always like, Mom, why do you always say Apple Pay? And I'm like, well, that's how I pay for things. Isn't it crazy? Like, by the time he gets older, older that's just going to be like a norm, you know? Yeah. Yep. That is so, he's so cute. Oh my goodness. So, you know, okay, so my mama moment this week was um, my daughter just started gymnastics, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like such a social butterfly, but she's had the same, uh, she's had the same uh, daycare provider or whatever since she was like six months old. Mm-hmm. And she's now three and her daycare provider is moving to Texas and she's starting preschool in the fall, which is like in a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's only been in this one daycare home daycare since she was six months. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like family to her, you know, they're Mm -hmm. like family to me too. And so I've been super nervous about her starting preschool because she's never had to be in a new environment before, you know? Yeah. And so I put her in gymnastics, which she had been asking me to do it, and then I had her earn her uh, earn her ability to go to gymnastics, and now she's in it, and I'm for the first time seeing her be shy. Aww. And so, in this last class, I had to walk her all the way up to class, mm-hmm. and you could tell there was a little bit of, like, separation anxiety, almost a little bit. Oh. And then she like looked up to me for that. She looked up to me for that um, that approval. Mm-hmm. Like that she was okay. gonna be. A- yeah. Yeah. And in that moment, I thought to myself, like, dang, like I'm somebody's mama. Like she's looking to me to show her that it's okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, in motherhood, we talk about those things, but when you're in that moment 
it was just a reminder that the voice that we hear in our head is the voices that we hear in our head are our parents mm-hmm. are their reinforcement of who we are and that shapes our mindset so much and for her to be in that moment where she got nervous and I was there to be ultimately that voice that said you can do it it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. like you should you like this is something you want to do yeah you should go for it and the bigger picture is that in that moment she's just thinking oh I'm going to gymnastics but in the big picture she's when she grows up she's going to have moments where she's going to want to do something that may be fun that she may think is interesting you know like a sport or you know go to college or something like that or a job interview and she's going to have to find that inner voice in her that says i can do it yeah absolutely and and to know that that's even though she's going to want to look for you to give her the right answers it's like gonna help her to practice now yeah you know listen to that own to her own intuition and to know that she's gonna be okay and that when she gets older that's gonna be that's 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 like my voice that's with Mm -hmm. her forever so no matter no matter what happens in life when we transition and we leave this earth you're you know to leave that to, to know that that's part of your legacy is to leave that that foundation for her to just kind of grow upon that you know yeah yeah not to get so deep today hey we've been having a lot of these deep little moments i feel like y'all got a, a great episode already like we talked about the power of the mind which is huge you know like that right there i'm like i need to go look up that man too because if you can grasp that concept yeah you can literally do anything and that's what we all need to be able to like change this world like there's so many of us that have brilliant ideas and concepts that can improve our way of life right we're sitting on it because we're afraid of failure yeah embarrassment embarrassment people people might think we're crazy because the ideas that we have are so major or so unheard of because god literally gave it to you right (laughs) to change this world but we literally sit on it because we're afraid yeah and, if and also, learn, the first time you do something, you, f- you usually fail. It's not good, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to if you don't if you don't try it. Yeah. Like, shoot, even us doing this podcast is like we literally just jumped into it because if you sit on something too long, you might not do it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you know, just let's, let's put ourselves out there. Let's jump in head first and will learn and get better along the way. And, you know, I feel like that's just the type of mentality that you have to have, but all of your trauma and tragedy and things that you've gone through yourself personally or things that people you've seen gone through, those all leave an imprint on you to make you feel like, can I really do this? Or should I be doing this? or not even listening to your inner voice that's telling you you can do it, we push that to the back, like, right, you know, but I feel like that's an amazing, like, concept and a reminder that 
the power is within us. Yeah. You know? We just have to be the ones to push past it. And like you said before, like be on the journey. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times if we look at things and we think they aren't attainable, like that pushes the vision further down the line as well, because you're like, oh, that's too big. Like, you know, but you look at these people in the world that are just going for it. (laughs) Okay. It's like, bro, that's motivation. That's one thing I do like about social media is like, you're able to like, of course, you don't see the complete picture because it's very a lot of smoke and mirrors. Right. But sometimes, you know, you literally see people start from the bottom. Yeah. And just take a vision and like, just like, just dive in head first. Like um, a friend of mine, she actually started a hair care line and she started it small in her home. Like I remember seeing her package up the orders her her sister her mom packaging the orders in her kitchen Mm. and then I remember seeing her a few months later like that my house is too big I now have a distribution center shipping out my orders and to seeing her get like um magazine articles and interviews and like she has the number one selling um hair growth oil oh wow in several countries and this has all happened in two years like god gave her a vision and she just dove into it head first and she literally built this multi-million dollar company by herself because god gave her a vision and she just went for it you know she didn't like wait for other people's approval she didn't care people looked at her because she she was in the fashion industry she was a um a, a celebrity um wardrobe stylist hair was not her lane at all (laughs) wow and so people could you know she could have been afraid like of people like saying like she don't know nothing about hair and like you know whatever she said forget that she's like i got i got the formula god is lining up stuff for me and i'm just about to go for it and she literally built a multi-million dollar company that's why imagine if she would have thought about people saying like she knows nothing about hair like like who would who would buy her stuff you know yeah and And meanwhile it was just it was and meanwhile it's like what god has for you god has for you like you can't it's you people get so worried about oh stay in your lane this and that look wherever god makes the lane that's where you gotta go and sometimes you got to pivot. I mean, look at your business. Yeah, your business is thriving and you literally built it from the ground up and you was like, okay, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to structure it the way that I want to structure it and I'm going to go for it. And like you have consistent sales. There's people that start businesses, yeah. store, especially you're in a market that's like people with oversaturated. Ooh. Ooh, this market is hard. Ooh, Jesus, it's, it's hard. It's hard, but you're still doing it. Like, yeah, you're consistently getting orders every week. Like, there's people that have not had an order this year. You know? Yeah. So that's a blessing for you to be wow. two years and still doing it, and people yeah. are still you're still selling out of items. Like, you know, it's like yeah, that that doesn't happen for people. So every time I have like a hard moment where I'm like, oh. I want to hit this goal or that goal. 
um, my husband always reminds me like, you do, you do know who you're competing with, right? And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just trying to hit this goal or this goal. He was like, Nicole, you're competing with Amazon, Nordstrom, mm-hmm. Zara, mm-hmm. Forever 21. And sometimes I'm like, dude, there's all these amazing places to shop at. Don't get me wrong. And you still chose to shop with me. Yes. And every time I think about it in that way, I'm, I'm just always like, whoa. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it because there's space for every, there's, there's really, there really is space for everybody. But I, when you really have the vision, when you know that like, it's your journey, even if, even if it doesn't get to where it's supposed to go, it's still Mm -hmm. something I'm supposed to be at. I'm supposed to be going through, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, um, every time I get an order, I always say, thank you, God, because, um, how you chose me over Zara today, girl, and they put in millions into marketing. Yeah. They put in multi-millions into marketing and you shop with me today yeah like like that that every time just like makes me so appreciative and like so thankful it's such a blessing man trying to tell you it's like we just got to keep doing what we feel like god is telling us to do yeah and stay the course and I tell myself that every day because I have, I'm the person that got all these things I'll be sitting on. So I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I was just going to say your last YouTube video. I really thoroughly enjoyed it with the scarf on the purse. I was like, Ooh, oh, I should try you. that. I should try doing that. <laughs> yes. And the more I do things, the more I get into it. And I, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy creating content. There's other things that I want to do, but I'm just excited for my son to go to school so I have a little bit more time because my one-year-old, he's pretty chill. Like he likes to play independently. Like in the morning is when I like do instructional time for him and like really focus on the goals that um, we have set for him. Yeah. And then he does a lot of free play. And then, you know, cause he wakes up super early. So once his brother wakes up, um, they play together and I can kind of like get a little bit of stuff done, but the four-year-old is very like mom can you come play with me can you you know yeah I'm like, of course I will you know <laughs> so, I feel like once he goes to school I'll have a little bit more time to like you know create the it's content cool. that I really want to create yeah uh, I'm enjoying the journey I'm grateful for the views and things that I do get and I'm really grateful for this podcast because I enjoy, if you can't tell, I like to talk. So <laughs> Same here. we are enjoying this podcast. And you know what? We before you guys hear this this um podcast, we we recorded like a day earlier. So mm-hmm. it really starts my week off on the right foot too, to just be able to talk. And it's really kind of therapeutic to start your week off like this. So Seriously. we really hope you guys enjoy the podcast because we enjoy it. You know, tell a friend. Tell a right. Please. You know, we're trying to, to build our following on Instagram. It's going very slowly, but surely, I guess. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys want to hear as well. Um, and but we also have some interesting content coming to coming the up. Instagram. Yes, we are yeah. we're planning some, some great things coming up. 
Um, and it's just, it's been a good time. I'm enjoying it. I'm learning a lot and I look forward to more to come. I hope you guys are looking forward to it as well because <laughs> this is just the start. The, the feedback that we do get is very positive. Um, and people have, it's like people that I wouldn't think that are listening to it. And then I talk to yeah. them and they're like, oh, I really enjoy da 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 I'm like, oh, listen, cool. <laughs> I know, it surprises me too. It's always someone I didn't think listen and they'll be like, yeah, so I felt the same way about that. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's really cool to hear from our listeners and, um, you know, it's just a good time. So yeah we kind of we kind of talked a lot today (laughs) (laughs) i know we definitely talked a lot today what still hit really quickly about our breastfeeding journeys i think we can do a whole nother episode on that yes that's what we were supposed to talk about (laughs) but tune in next week because I feel like that's going to be like, I know personally, my story is going to take, yeah, you know, it's a lot of layers to my personal story um, because I didn't have the easiest breastfeeding journey at all. But um, so, but I'm excited to share that with you guys. Um, But I think that maybe we should do that um, in another video because it's pretty much already been an hour and I know it's going to take another hour to discuss (laughs) yes it's definitely we don't want to skip out on any of the good stuff so next week for sure we're going to talk about our breastfeeding journeys and um we really truly look forward to sharing that with you guys yes 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 so tune back in next week to hear from us for that but what are you looking forward to um for next week um so hmm I'm getting back to my schedule. I've been like, I don't know if you can hear from this conversation. I've been really trying to readjust my life to see, you know, becoming the best version of myself, you know, what aspects of my life do I want to adjust or want to fix? And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the type of the person that likes to be super productive. And so I'm always filling up my schedule with so many things. Mm -hmm. And I've started to realize the best schedule for me is one big thing a day. Yeah. So not trying to pack in a, a bunch of things that day, but one big thing a day. So then I don't become overwhelmed. I still stay productive. I still take the gradual steps that I need to take to get to the goal, mm-hmm. but I'm not compact, compacting it into this time frame that I need to hit. So this week for me is all about getting back into control of focusing okay you have one big thing a day Mm -hmm. one big thing a day of course i have my little emergencies that you know little fires here and there sometimes the kids schedules are crazy but take care of my big thing each day because sometimes when you overpack yourself you get overwhelmed and then you have to take a resting day you have to you have to break because you just overwhelmed yourself yeah, so you much. Get as much done. Right. So it ends up actually hurting you more than helping you. Right. So this week I'm trying to just level myself to have that control that, okay, one big thing a day. Even if I'm feeling great where I feel like I can do two more, three more big things that day, mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, no. Yeah. We can do that big thing 
tomorrow. Right. That's really good. That's, so that's, really that's, good. that's where my focus, that's where my focus is at right now. Yeah. So not to be so deep this week. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just have to <laughs> accept the fact that this is a little bit of a deeper episode. And, and, deep you know, and, you, and we need that because it's so it's always so much going on is you need time to process things talk things through um and sometimes it helps to hear things from a different perspective like you could be dealing with the someone listening could be dealing with the exact same issues and um they need that little bit of encouragement to know that one somebody else is going through the same thing and then two getting a different perspective on how they can apply different things to their own life or schedule or how to adjust just by hearing our personal stories. So I think it's good. The things that we touched on this week, I know um, what you just talked about is something that I literally was just talking about last night, like um, organizing my schedule to have one, like you said, one big thing a day because you can get overwhelmed. You get angry. Well, I personally get anxious. Yeah. And so, um, it really helps me to not overthink things and just kind of get out of sorts, you know, and feel like all unorganized and discombobulated. It's like, no, I know what's happening today. Have everything on my schedule. Um, you know, I have this for the kids, this for myself, this for the family, you know, have everything mapped out. And it just helps me get through the week a lot smoother. Um, for this week, I have to figure out um, some content to create for YouTube because I was busy with other things this weekend that I didn't have time to film. Mm-hmm. And I usually upload on Thursday. So have between now and Thursday to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> um <laughs> And then also, I think I might do like another night shop with me because that'll probably be the only time when I can do something. Yeah. Um, And then also we have um, 4th of July this weekend. Oh, I forgot about 4th of July. Yeah. And so um, we have like some things with family planned and then we leave for Texas the following week. So, um, I need to start planning, um, I think maybe that'll be a good, um, episode to talk about too, is like, um, how do you plan out, like when you take, when you're, we're going on vacation and then someone else is taking care of your kids, because mm-hmm. usually my parents will come to my house and watch my kids, but, um, they want to watch them at their house. So I have to literally like pack everything. <laughs> yeah literally pack um so i'm going to just like map it out this week and kind of make a list of everything that i want to take um do a meal plan for them and then like prep all of their um because my kids are picky eaters so well kendon is a picky eater bryson will eat anything so i have to kind of like meal prep kendon stuff Mm. and snacks and like you know just get all of everything organized so that next week I just pack everything up. So um, I'm going to be planning that out and then um, just finishing up, getting things together for us to go out of town the following week. Nice. Well, that's exciting. Get all organized. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, I enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys, we hope you guys enjoyed as well. Yes. 
like we said before, leave us a, a review because you can't really comment. Your review is the comment. So please leave us a review on Apple, Apple Podcast um, and leave us a rating so we can hear from you guys. Also on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. And we'll holler at y'all next week. See you next week.